forever. Dog. Warning, the following celebratory podcast was recorded in the open air with its hosts in the actual vicinity of each other. Will they remember how to podcast in person? Can they maintain eye contact? Or will they desperately miss the low-res zoom screen and its slight delays? We'll find out on today's 200th, wow, main feed episode. It's the 200th episode Safe-tacular on today's podcast, The Ride. Welcome to Podcast the Ride, the podcast about theme parks where we're giving each other the ultimate anniversary gift, not being on fucking Zoom. I'm Scott Gardner, joined on the main feed for the mm-hmm. 200th time by Mike Carlson. Uh, I am here. Uh, it's also, this is an innovative thing because we're in the elements. We're outside, yes. which is... Another like b- groundbreaking thing, and another another treat. There's a lot of history, yes, beyond what we're doing, the outdoor nature of it. But before we get into that, Jason Sheridan, happy 200. Happy 200. It does feel a little perverse to like podcast in in God's nature, uh, where we can we can um, bother your neighbors <laughs> with like bits. We can hunch outside instead of hunch indoors. <laughs> I know we're not meant to be getting fresh air. Like maybe no. one, maybe two go to the parks and then, you know, to get content, we force ourselves into fresh air, but we don't record the content Mm-mm. in the fresh. Yeah, not at all. Um, that being said, the, the bigger uh, possibility is less us and more that the neighbor might start uh, blasting loud Italian opera. Uh, this has happened uh, <laughs> Every once in a while, I'm making a guess on Italian. I don't know. Oh, okay. okay. So uh, uh, that 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 could be an issue. Um, yeah. Here, before you might know this from the art or from the title or from something or other, but to celebrate the 200th new main feed episode, we are doing an in-person record right now for the first time in 13 months. Oh my, oh my god. god. <laughs> 13 months. Yes, we're here. We can look into each other's actual eyes and not our video eyes. Yeah. Uh, uh, socially distance with masks on. Yes, Very still masks. Off. So yeah. if there's muffle, that is why trying to project over it, we're probably... Uh, going too far like if you give someone the direction and you're you're at a nightclub so there's a lot of activity around you so just make sure you get it here we sound like we're doing nightclub scenes in movies right yeah. now yes. if there's any plane noises sorry that's how flight paths work you yeah it's uh, true one right it, now i think yeah yes there's one overhead right now and if you hear any sort of old motors there's a decent chance jay leno has driven by <laughs> if you uh, hear a sputtering motor or something from a model t or some sort of old studebaker Decent chance it's Mr. Leno. You know, I saw the president drive by once in Burbank. I was getting gas, and the uh, the whole motorcade, the limo, the Cadillac, the bulletproof Cadillac. Which one? The, Which president? Uh, Obama. I guess I should. <laughs> Obama. Obama. Uh, and that was... Uh, Three yeah, was, presidents ago, and you said the president? Uh, I, I guess I should have said a president. Um, uh, Jimmy, I saw Jimmy Carter drive by in Burbank. He, yeah. He was headed to the Bob's Big Boy. Um, yeah. Hey, anything can happen. It's Burbank, and we're out in the elements of, of Burbank. Um, yeah, this is this is cool. I, I I don't think now. I don't think we're making the perma switchback, and we might listen back to this and go, "Well, we certainly won't do it that way again." Mm-hmm. But seem like a good little treat to give ourselves. 
because it's been a while. I've got some stats, and maybe you oh want to take God. a guess. <laughs> um, some some miserable stats, but I feel uh. less miserable about them because I because I'm seeing you guys. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Main feed only. How many episodes over Zoom? Oh my goodness. Well, if you said 13 months, what, 13 times 4? Uh, which is, I can't. Uh, 13 times 4, There's 40 breaks, plus so. 12, 52. So, yeah, a couple breaks, uh, uh, 49. Little, a little less, I would say. I, would, I didn't give Jason a chance to guess. Oh, if you want to um, guess. 40 even? 45, right in the middle. Okay. 45 of these out of 200. So almost a quarter of the main feed this entire time. We've been doing the podcast for uh, almost four years and over a year of it has been this way. Patreon, the Patreon's so newish comparatively that wait, I think, okay, uh, 35 of the second gates have been over Zoom and there's only been, I'm sorry, oh no, 38 if you count little odds and ends like mm. the Casamigos rebuttal or of little course. holiday episodes we've done. Uh, there's only 94 of those in general. So 40% of the Patreon's life entirely has been in the stupid way we've had to do it. Wow. Gee whiz. Can you believe it? Uh, I mean, I can, because I feel like I've aged a decade in this last year. Big time. I've never felt old until now. I've never <laughs> had concerns about and depression about being old. I've been nostalgic for like 2005, I like suddenly the, these eras that seemed like yesterday, I'm like, I can barely recall. It was another world then. Yeah. You know, I, I think for the Zoom recordings, like I turn, there's a part of my brain that turns, like performing brain that turns on. Mm -hmm. But usually when that happens in person at like Mike's place or at a theater or something, I have to be human afterwards, you know, have some, you know, we just chit chat. Maybe we get lunch, or if that is, I gotta, you know, say hi to people afterwards. Um, uh, uh, regardless, in person or digital, I just go. Well, I feel like shit. I did a bad job. But <laughs> when you do it over Zoom, it's not. It's kind of bad because then you can just walk to a couch or a bed and lie face down, and you just give into that sense of defeat. Uh, this is the typical, I don't, these are things, despite many episodes together, I don't know that you go uh, face plant after an episode like a comic strip I, no, character. Michael I on Arrested Development. Sometimes I walk the dog or something. That's confusing because like, I just said comic, but yeah, Garfield's the dog. Yes. <laughs> Jane's dog. Jane's dog. I, so, no, sometimes, you know, I try to keep it human. I try, I try to like decompress a little after recording. I mean, sure. we did shows at UCB for years where, where I would just walk off stage, like pretty much always and just be in my head of like, Oh, well, that could have gone better. And I just hard on myself, you know? Well, you don't have to worry about the bad improv shows anymore. That, well, <laughs> say it, they, might be, they might be back. That's true. They might, and yeah, maybe it'd be fun at this point. Yeah, I'm having this opposite thing. And I'm curious if you guys have had it or if any listeners are having this, because I think this might be like a syndrome in the world that is building. The little bit of backyard hangs that I've had, and this one right now might be one of them. It's, I think it's the opposite of you, Jason. I'm not feeling weird and bad after Zoom stuff. I'm feeling weird and bad after things in person because I don't know how to do it anymore. I've found myself mm -hmm. needing to apologize for things that were are made up. Uh, checking with Aaron, was I okay? And she's like, what do you mean? You're fine. Like, yeah. overanalyzing. Because all of our... I think a lot of people like us, our social skills were tenuous to begin with. And now we might have to build them all back up. I don't know how to be at a party 
anymore. I don't know how to like introduce people to people they don't know and hop from one cluster to another. It's all yeah. gone. Yeah, I, I have not been doing many. I mean, I would see I would see people briefly outside for the last year. Um, but Jason and I were actually seeing someone for their birthday, uh, a friend of the show, Marissa Strickland. And I remember the first five minutes, we're all standing very far away from each other and we're all talking and there's cars driving by and it's impossible to hear each other and you're straining and you're like, oh yeah, these are like my friends that I'm comfortable with. But then I'm trying and I remember like it took me 15 minutes and then I made a joke and it, it killed finally and I went, all right, I'm back. <laughs> I remember like it wouldn't it wasn't working and I felt like I had been making bad jokes and then finally one worked okay and then I like settled down a bit. But there was definitely a lot of like clunkiness in my head. Now I guess I'm just bragging about making a joke, which is annoying. <laughs> but I'm now just your punishment's to, coming later. Yeah. It, just, it was just delayed. That's a good point. Uh Scott's referring to the fact that I got emotional uh after we was done because I hadn't seen people in so long. But uh yes, no, it's it's very strange and it's uh it's going to be an adjustment. Yeah, um, it, it was nice to see, uh, you know, a bunch of our old friends, our old performer friends. And the, the podcast that came out of that group, Podcast the Ride, uh, half of Off Book the Musical, a quarter of Wild Horses. Uh, what a time. You That's know? true. Yes. Um, the, so, the, the, the 100% of the Ben Shapiro show. Well, <laughs> wait, 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 whoa, whoa. You know, he doesn't talk to us anymore, and he wasn't a very giving improviser to begin with, you know? That's <laughs> why so he went more information, quote Yeah, he's unquote, not a you know? natural talent like Gutfield or something. <laughs> gut, <laughs> gut field. We're still, we're in the crater of Gutfield. Gutfeld. Gutfeld. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> You're thinking of Garfield, Jason, and you I am, and he's such a good boy. More not. Gutfeld is not Garfield. The, the, dog the dog who's not Garfield mm-hmm. the cat. Yeah. Uh, I <laughs> We're going to do a thing later, and I was like, should I make a Gutfeld joke in here? But now I've decided not to do it. Because we've already <laughs> mentioned Gutfeld. No way. That'll, if that's at the end of the show, then people will be hungry for more mm, Gutfeld. We'll see. I'll decide on the, on, on the, at the time we do it. <laughs> I, that, the, 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 if you don't know what we're talking about, Fox News has introduced their answer to late night comedy. Um, and it's, it's dog shit. It sucks. Um, and it took me back to one of my very first jobs in L.A. where I remember someone had a framed picture of the whole cast and crew of one of the previous jobs they worked on, the half-hour news hour. Oh, yes, And I was just like, why would you frame that? You're only in this office for three months to begin with. Why do you have that? <laughs> it really taints your view of somebody to have a, if they have a framed photo of yeah. that. Yeah. Cold op- the only thing I know about that show is that the cold open was Rush Limbaugh. R.I.P. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, I, first, I was really, like, blank in my head, and then I went, oh, I know. I remember now. Remember I do that, remember all of this. Yes. That cold open. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Gutfeld's not so good. The, my favorite joke was he's uh, being mean to all the late-night hosts, and he says, uh, Jimmy Fallon m- does more fawning than a pack of deer. <laughs> Which is like the the that's like when Norm Macdonald did the fake roast jokes, yes, to make to yeah. shit on the idea of roasts in general. That's like, has there ever been a joke softer than 
I... fawning, more fawning than a pack of deer. Begging I... for Reader's Digests. Like, please, <laughs> give me. Like, jeez, I need to You have to go way something. back into the 1900s to find a softer I, yeah. joke than that. I, got, I mean, look, I, would I like to talk about the Gutfeld monologue all episode? Yes, I would. <laughs> but um, what a waste what? that would be of no. this moment we're together. There's theme park news afoot. Oh, I, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, plenty. Because uh, we're, we're, things are, they're turning the machines back on. What are you referring to, though, Jason? Uh, well, I mean, I have a few things. The biggest, like, thing announced that I saw in the last day or so. We're recording this a couple days before it came out. Uh, the Velocicoaster at Universal Orlando's Islands of Adventure opening June 10th. Oh, okay. interesting. Didn't know that. Wow, wow. Yeah. All right, all right. Need, That's good. Um, I've, I think I've determined might be too intense for me. Really? I've watched some, I've looked at some footage. I've, I mean, it looks like the greatest roller coaster ever. But I, I don't know. If, if the digital ride-through that I watched is accurate, I think it might push my boundaries a little mm. too far. Would you do Hulk at this point? I'm not sure. I didn't last time. Um, I, I, I don't know. Again, what if my ride stamina is gone? Oh, I do you have think not it been got staying worse? in shape uh, in the last 13 months. That's interesting. I was thinking you would be more raring to do like new things. But I guess, yeah, if we're talking about sort of shrinking in other facets of our lives... Maybe it will. Maybe. Well, wait, wait. Are you saying there's a chance that I might not like haunts anymore? Oh, no. Have you regret? <laughs> no, there's no. Come what? on. Like people in the dark lunging at you, strangers in like really narrow corridors. Oh of course God. you're going to love it. Doesn't that seem more pleasant than an unseen plague lurking around every corner or potentially <laughs> inside the bodies of your friends and loved ones? Distrusting everyone you yeah. know and like <laughs> or dislike or Walking everyone. Walking by a stranger on the street who looks very kind and you're just a second away from going don't you dare look at me back off back off off. oh my god yeah you're right we've you've lived in a haunt this whole time it's a good thing you got in shape yes that's a good point so maybe i'm maybe i'll be better i'll be i'm so dead inside now at this point that i'll be even more ready for haunts um but i don't know with velocicoaster i feel like velocicoaster will be on par with hulk because i was thinking of the same issue too like if, if first of all if you're listening to this for your first podcast the right episode uh turn it off and listen to another one because this is going to be a lot of inside baseball i think and, um, we're, and weird muffled mask talk as and well. it's weird muffled mask talk show doesn't sound like this a lot um but i was thinking about this and i was like when i go back to six flags should i be braver and try to do like x2 which scares the shit out of me yeah yeah and i was like i still feel like i don't want to but maybe, maybe I have to. I don't know. Really, to throw myself in the deep end? I don't know. You have to ask yourself, uh, w- will it be, w- is it a personal thing? Do you think that the audience will be excited enough for you to be worth it? Do you want the likes uh, and the clicks that much? Or is it a personal growth thing? Oh, I think it's both. I mean, I'm a needy, desperate performer who wants to please a bunch of listeners, a bunch of Cliffords, uh, that uh, by doing something new and they know I'm out of my comfort zone. And that's always amusing. I think I, as I, as a viewer or a listener like that. So I think I feel some sort of pressure to deliver on a new experience. And also, yeah, like it would be I feel like a little bit accomplished when I do something new. That's true. That's part of it, I think. Uh, hey, if I can tangent for just a sec, since you mentioned Clifford, uh, check out Google theme. Uh, no, what is it called? Human Boy Worldwide <laughs> is a, a <laughs> it's this clothing startup that is doing a short run of Clifford hats and T-shirts. <laughs> and then after that, they're doing a line of shirts based on posters for Robert Altman movies, but just the logo. So like. 
you can get a Clifford shirt, and then in a few weeks you can get a shirt that says, like, The Long Goodbye or McCabe and Mrs. Miller. And I know I'm stocking up. Honoring all the best films. Yeah. Yeah, and I think they're selling a Jiminy Glick shirt, too, which Mm. is very funny. Did they get, like, the Martin Short rights just of his whole Don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) I bought, you know what I did a couple weeks ago, and it hasn't shipped, so I'm worried. We some weird site was like offering a like a bootleg looking Jim Carrey Riddler Batman Forever shirt, and I just pulled the trigger immediately on it. But now that I think about it, it was like, was it legit? Did I get scammed? Like I did when I gave my credit card info for the Mister uh, Tato biography. I don't know because it hasn't shipped. I, I don't have it yet. But huh. maybe it's a similar situation where they don't have the official Clifford rights. Has anyone noticed? I feel like Clifford is in the zeitgeist now. Somehow. Did we cause it somehow. I don't know. I don't know if we were just part of the zeitgeist with Clifford or we caused it. I don't know. Are people th- where else? Who? What, what else do you mean by zeitgeist? How is how is Martin Short's Clifford uh, in the zeitgeist? Tw- tw- I just see it more on Twitter. I know part of it is probably an algorithm thing where I searched for it. Well, I think it's easily viewable on HBO Max at this point. And it's and H- I- yes, it's viewable there. Yeah. Uh, I did watch it. Uh, not great. <laughs> it's not great. Oh, we had a great. I, we watched it too. We had a great I looked, time. I was ready. I was ready to go. Here we go. You know, you know what it is, I think, is that I think if you view, because I've watched clips, right? Obviously, the wonderful roller coaster scene that won the fake theme park Final Four, that's great. But besides that, there, there'll be a scene with Debney Coleman or a scene with Charles Grodin that's great. Mm-hmm. And you watch the scenes and you think this is a good movie. And then it all together, <laughs> right? Like, I'm sure it, it was awesome on set. They probably thought they were making the greatest thing. And that's not nothing. There's, there's movies where everybody's cracking each other up where the, the scenes aren't good either. So yeah, I yeah. do give it up to Clifford for that. But mm-hmm. maybe that's the problem. Individual moments are good. But Jason, you'd maybe disagree and say it's all... Uh, um, I mean, I had seen it a couple times already. And I just, I like the performances a lot from uh, Grodin and, and Short and Steenburgen and, and Dabney Coleman. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, as a film, capital F film, like, I don't know that it holds up together, but there's some very funny comedy well, moments. The scene where Martin Short is like, look, he's like, you can't even look normal, <laughs> like a normal little boy, and he's looking around. <laughs> that is very funny. I can't beat it. Yeah. <laughs> the incredible amount to which uh, Clifford rigs explosives to blow up the model yes. of the public transit system. Yes. It is a like really vicious explosion. Yes. It's very impressive. Really nice analog tactile, so much debris. Um, um yeah. I don't know. I think we're gonna start like we know how things go with us. You start you think you don't like something and then we talk about it and we talk about it yeah, again. Yeah, you're right, and we that's true. And then and then I yes, then I'm the biggest Clifford fan in the world. Especially um, you might there was a comment, I don't know if it was a, in a mailbag or a tweet or something, but I don't know if you ever if this ever made it your way. I just saw some a listener to the show saying that um, there's an evolution with Mike, which is <laughs> hearing about something, maybe kind of disliking it. Then coming around and starting to think that it's good or cute. Right, right. And then the next step, which is making it so much of a tenant of your personality, <laughs> that you must defend it at all costs. <laughs> I and think I, I that did felt, see I don't that. know who said it or where. Take credit somewhere if you said it. But I, that is, that's happened a number of times in these 200 episodes. Yeah, I do think that is true. I mean, obviously, the Jimmy Buffett is the best example of it. Um, I guess to some degree, Avatar and the Mighty Akron. Um, I think there's levels of it. I think there's levels. Like the Buffett is again, that's the max version of it. Um, Duffy is, I think, one of Duffy, those. You right, started right. making fun of Duffy, Correct. and then it became steadily less and less ironic. Right. I think to, maybe to a lesser extent, uh, Baby Aladar. 
it's not so much. It's in a, the it's in the family. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a mini version of this. Right, thing. right. Same but time. it's like, whereas like Jimmy Buffett, I'll listen to in the car, and I'm not actually thinking about Eladar so much during the day, baby Eladar. <laughs> uh, maybe it could come it could become that, but yeah, it hasn't happened. But no, that's not that's not entirely wrong. It becomes sort of a fun toy at a certain point, and then becomes truly not ironic at all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just watch the yeah, things just end up on the other side of the fence. Maybe Baby Aladar would be helped along if the Baby Aladar I got you ever came. But it, that that's a strand. That's another, like, delivery that hasn't shown up many, <laughs> many months ago. So many months ago. It was cursed. You had bought me a cursed Baby Aladar. Oh, yeah. There was that discussion, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, wait, did we add that on the show? Or I don't listeners remember. did, too? I think, I think there were comments that were like, I had one of these, and it, like, wouldn't stop making noise. Yes, right, the listener right. had one, and, and any time they tried to donate it somewhere, it always ended up back in the house. And it would not <laughs> stop making noise as the batteries slowly gave out. Jesus. Oh Man. my god, it's the one toy that's actually alive. It's not Woody and Buzz. It's just Baby Aladar. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't even like pretend to not be alive when you're looking at him. <laughs> He's just always alive. It's Hi. Like the crusty doll. Change me. I peed again. <laughs> um is what what else is going on news-wise though? Well, uh Universal Hollywood put up a link for announced uh, reservations for annual pass holders. They're keeping their annual pass program growing to make reservations to see the park reopen once again. And um, the websites crashed or didn't load at all uh, Mm -hmm. again and again for people. And simultaneously, almost within a day or two, uh, Disney has announced, here's how you buy tickets to Disneyland. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Not my favorite. Uh, I'm not digging the amount of complication here. I don't understand this thing where April 15th tickets are on sale, but no, wait, April 15th. No, that's right. April 15th, you, uh, you can buy tickets. April 12th, you can make reservations. So everybody has the jump on you if they have tickets already, but our annual passes are worth nothing. Yes. I was just catching up on this right before I left. Um, if you already bought tickets, and you yeah obviously you hadn't gone and they were still good that's you have a better opportunity to book a reservation for Disney there's no one talk I, I had said this and I was incorrect because somebody had said that they would have a new annual pass program by the time at Disney opened but that's not obviously the case um, so I got very confused by looking at all these paragraphs yeah. um, and yes it seems it seems like all of this is a mess like as usual sure. and confusing. But it's par for the course. It is, it's kind of interesting how Disney-esque syndromes have entered all of our lives with the effort to get uh, shots and vaccines. Yes, and that's true. Like, I think there's so, it, it, I think it's been reminding a lot of people of trying to get into Galaxy's Edge, trying to get mm-hmm. into uh, Onto Rise of the Resistance. That's true. Or what I mean, have you. In hindsight, getting into... Um, Galaxy's Edge in general, and even getting on to Rise of the Resistance that first day, that makes almost every other system we've had to deal with in the last year and a half look like shit. In mm-hmm. hindsight, Galaxy's Edge worked very smoothly. Yes. Oh, and yeah. the reservation system worked very smoothly to even get on Rise of the Resistance. It was hard to get there early and do all that stuff, but once it was done, we, we went on. It was great. It was like, yeah. That was like great. I mean, it sounds like this thing is going to be a disaster for, for a lot of reasons, and like Universal is also a disaster. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So people are frustrated. I, we're not looking to go back first day. I'm usually a first day guy, but in this instance, I'm going to let not this one numbers go down more. I will wait till I'm vaccinated and. Yeah. Then. How soon does everybody go though? As soon as, like like once you're. Because you get second shot, then you wait. What is it? Is it 10 days? Is it 14 two weeks. days? It's, it's two 10 weeks. To, yeah, 14 or something. Uh, how soon do you go? Uh, it's a very good question. And look, it depends on the spread. It depends on how we're doing numbers-wise in the yeah. area. Uh, so if we continue to go down like we are, uh, and I'm two weeks out, eh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very flexible, I'm very flexible right now. I'm optimistic, like a lot of people are. There's a lot of reasons to be optimistic. So the whole thing is flexible. I think I've said this, I'm probably, there's a good chance I will be at Disney or Universal before maybe I'm inside with a bunch of people <laughs> that aren't living with me. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, I, I think it is, <laughs> it's a rare time, maybe ever, that this will happen where, hmm, Disneyland is competing with my desire to go to the dentist and, more importantly, the <laughs> eye doctor. Because well, yes. the, uh, this prescription is aging rapidly, and my <laughs> eyes are starting oh, to... No. Oh, right. Are your oh, eyes no. going the last year? Huh? Are your eyes deteriorating? Well, the, uh, on and off, just be from the amount of screen time. Oh. Just from, uh, you know, just lack of being outside and lack of screen time. I've figured out tricks. It's it's better now. Um, I did go like a year ago, almost a year ago. I did go because my one eye was bothering me, but that sometimes happens during allergy season. The mm -hmm. left eye kind of uh, uh, flares up because uh, I didn't know this until I was like 32, 33 that you can get allergies in your eyes. Um, oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I will probably get some new glasses soon. That's kind of high on my list. But. Um, yeah. uh, if you haven't noticed, I'm like, God knows, 40%, 30%, like 35% gray. It's like oh. really crazy at this I point. I have, because I've seen you in person twice this whole time. Right. This is, this is number yeah. three. So, like, my hair, I mean, my hair is crazy right now, but that's going. It's kind of uh, like you're showing us stuff beneath the surface at least it seems like it's landing at the roots so you can, you're able to hide it still uh yes like uh i can hide it with the top the top hair is still brownish but everything else is just going white just so crazy fast i, I we made there was an audition i had a couple of weeks ago for a commercial that we shot and i shot it outside on the little porch we have and the light on my hair i looked like steve martin <laughs> not looks wise but hair wise and i went oh my god and then i like was emailing my agent like tell them i'll diet tell them i'll diet tell them i'll do whatever they want to my hair oh man yeah do you have to change your type now well yeah i have to i changed it from like uh you know some man in his 30s to aging grandparent <laughs> That's aging grandparents <laughs> yeah very so old still, yeah. <laughs> your type is now 89 yeah i'm uh 88 to 89 or so uh and i have to like kind of in the headshot i have like a hunch i added a hunch to my stance to really make it to really make it uh, attractive to the <laughs> casting people so if it's uh yeah if it if it's like commercials for flip phones and medical bracelets oh you're yeah the guy I, to call. i'm definitely going to be in commercials that are uh airing during gutfeld <laughs> that's absolutely what will be happening <laughs> they're all non-union but i'll 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 go against sag i'll I'm, i'll go against my union to to work and make a thousand dollars forever look mike's in it is it a comedy sketch <laughs> no, no, no. 
no. <laughs> no, we all about oh. Eve Chuck Woolery. <laughs> Snake Chuck Woolery. For this, a catheter spot. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is for a shower safety seat. Huh. Well, at least he's working. Oh, I fell and hurt my butt. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, he's he's getting a payday, I guess. Uh, so, yeah, look out for that, please. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the next time we record in person, this thing's... I'm going to look so jet black. I'm going to look like... A 70-year-old rock and roll guy <laughs> in, like, your favorite classic rock band on stage where you go, there. that hair cannot be real. Oh, Look yeah, how fake. yeah. And special guest, Wayne Newton. Yeah. <laughs> Podcast <no>. The Ride. <laughs> I will have the fakest-looking hair next time you see me. It will look so bad. Sopranos level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It might just be a, a piece. It might just be a I'll just get a wig. It might look better. <laughs> Go go full specter. Just uh, oh yeah, you know, might as well make it wild too. Just change the image. Or uh, I'll do a little Steven. I'll just do a do rag, <laughs> permanently. <laughs> Maybe I'll just wear like a bandana around my head for the rest of my life. You just like affix this. Are there little pins you can put in my skull so I always have this bandana? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's uh, a doctor will administer the bandana <laughs> to make sure it's safe. And then I would never take it off. It's going to be tough for the airport. That's the main thing you got to worry about. That's a good point. But 70 bandana pins. Maybe I'll have like a doctor's note. Let them know that this is a medical bandana. It's medical stevieism. I see. <laughs> yeah. And then I can, uh, then I can, you know, meet Steve and I'll have something to talk to him about. We, we got to go, uh, if everybody's feeling old, we got to go back to where the, the youths are. That's Magic Mountain. Magic Mountain is open now. We could yeah, leave we could do this it. Yeah. and go to Magic Mountain currently. They got yeah. right to it. I think April Fool's Day, but not a joke. Not they, a joke. They have no been joke. open for a little bit. Do no. we have any idea how it's going? Uh, I did. I was watching a YouTube a YouTuber go there, and it seemed fine. It seemed like they didn't... Uh, it was hard to tell, you know, if the upkeep has been okay there. It's not like, you don't know if that's like normal, this normal year, or that was just there before. I mean, you can guess, but uh, it seems like the park looks okay. It seemed like everything was running. Uh, Quite a bit outdoors already. Many yeah, that helps them. Yeah. 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 I mean, obviously, like, Justice League is inside, and there's a couple other things. Uh, the Full Throttle Lounge, I don't know. that The YouTuber did not go in there. Um, so... Are there so are there safety measures at the full throttle lounge? This is what our listeners need oh. to know. It's what we need to know. Are there uh, adva- uh, advanced cleaning techniques being employed at Chop Six? <laughs> uh, it's a good question. Uh, I don't. The YouTuber did not go into this uh, detail. I will say the t- the top floor at Full Throttle does not allow a lot of social distance um, because we were packed in there up uh, up there. So maybe maybe only the first floor should be open at Full Throttle Lounge. Um, but uh, the people there seem to have a good time, and uh, yeah, they should really, at least for a little while, just keep it twenty-five percent throttle. <laughs> yeah. Like wait for more word yes. for the governor to go full throttle. When Joe Biden announces that they can go full throttle, then it's time. Or Dr. Fauci, <laughs> or yeah, just make sure you listen to health officials when judging how hard you should throttle it. <laughs> make sure that's just something I think we should all really abide determining by. a throttle percentage. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, we're t- depending on what tier we are in California. We, what tier are we? Are we purple tier? Uh, no, we've dropped down to orange. Oh, okay, that's I good, believe. right? Uh, and in some cases, red. I mm. think it dropped. It dropped to where parks could open, and then it dropped again to parks could open from like fifteen percent to twenty-five percent. Right. 
I believe. Don't quote me on that. I think that's somewhere in the ballpark. They were going to, like, if things were stayed the way that they were, the incredibly restrictive levels, like, Chapek would have, like, gone to the governor's mansion and, like, held Newsom out by his legs, like, out of a window, Suge Knight style. He would, like, <laughs> it was going to get really ugly if they well, didn't change things. Yeah, Chapek would have put, like, a bomb in the haunted mansion and said, I'm going to blow this up and you all you Disney fans you go and demand like he would have done something like that I think Joker-esque and if you yeah. have a problem with this here's where Newsom lives exactly uh, and then that would have been a, then finally you would see like million mobilized people and that would have happened <laughs> I mean he's still under the way folks if you don't know anything about California election law uh, if you get enough signatures in California you can hold an election for governor you can recall the governor uh, I believe that's how Arnold Schwarzenegger became it is, yeah. governor. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's yeah. precedent. There's and insane precedent. I don't, I, 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 I'm not the big, uh, Gavin Newsom seems like a little bit of a, a dunce. Uh, he seems like he sucks a little. I don't know that much about, hey, I don't follow him that closely. But God knows what sort of Orange County psychos would come out of the woodwork if he was called. What sort of like <laughs> Tito Ortiz for governor? He's already on like a city council or something. Yeah, that's the that's the issue. Yeah, even if you're like, yeah, whatever, change him. Like you can't be because it would be so horrific whoever swept in there. Yeah, yeah. There's no telling. Um, it doesn't seem like it'll happen. But but. The only, you know, the only plus side is, uh, yeah, they may be like a crazy person, but they would certainly let Disney do whatever they want as far as building new rides. They yeah. They would really push, they would let them. Oh, sure. Yeah, I guess that aligns with, yeah, this is the the only area where our viewpoints might align with right wing is our desire for there to be any and everything that Disney ever wants. Yes, this, go- <laughs> this governor or mayor is a horrible right wing fascist. But <laughs> but he loves the secret of Silver Springs or whatever the hell that thing and is. And he said he'll open an X-Men's mansion. And I want to see the beds. I want to see Colossus's bed in the X-Mansion. So please, Mr. Fascist, please win this election. They're going to do a rescuer's ride. We get to shrink down to the size of the little mice. Oh, Bernard and Bianca, thank you. Sorry. Sorry, everyone else. For... Now, just now, I don't like that you poisoned the other candidate, but... So just don't do it again. Um, one other piece of news that I saw real quick as I was going out the door today. And, and you know, uh, Carly Wiesel has the, the more detailed breakdowns on a lot of this stuff as usual. But I saw uh, Scott Gustin on Twitter posted, New, beginning April 8th, Walt Disney World will allow guests to remove their mask when, quote, taking an outdoor photo. Mm-hmm. So I think that might be a little premature just because you've trained people to a certain level of behavior and then to to i don't know to scale it back this quickly uh i I also saw like variant number there's a variant surge in florida again i have not read a ton about this which one i who knows um but it's a florida it's a local it's the Orlando variant. <laughs> it yeah, was created so. at Islands of Adventure. I mean, I think they've they've uh, loosened vaccine regular. Like, I think a lot of people are eligible for the vaccine down there. But um, I, yeah, I don't know that taking the mask off for a photo. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. Well, look, it's all uh, confusing and weird. It's like 
the thing is, even with like eating outside, it's like once you're eating, then you don't have the mask on and it feels like you can get, you maybe milk like an extra minute out of that. It's like, you're not actually like eat mask, eat mask. Yeah. Like the rest. And then it feels like, yeah, maybe you're taking a photo outside. Obviously if it's outside, it's a different story. I, I have, I'm, I'm so exhausted by all of it. At this point, I just go, whatever, <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. I, I, I don't have it in me to get riled up about this. Like, it's not where I live. Just yeah, there, uh, I Am I going to get the thing? Great. Can I go to the park? Can I get my plastic wine and go on th- three rides? But, see, this is gonna, all going to work out really well for the speed that I do. Well, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, and if you want more, de- I mean, the Disney Parks blog has a full list of uh, dining and attractions that will be open when uh, Disneyland opens and DCA opens. So, what's what's the thing that you have to like sign after like a, a countries go to war and then they absolve each other of anything that happened? A you treaty, know, like a treaty or something. Mm-hmm. I'd have to blanket sign a treaty with like. Any of my scolding instincts of seeing somebody on Instagram and I go, well, that's bad to do that. I just have to wash it away and say, all right, you've all been pardoned. <laughs> I'm pardoning everyone in my brain. I can't have this here. I don't need to hold this. It's been a long time. It's been a long time of being edgy about every photograph we see yes, and every outing we've had. <laughs> we have to let go of it uh, for our own mental health. And yes, I agree. Probably not a great idea to take photos without a mask at this point, but... But you do it quick, maybe, <sighs> and it's outside. If it's just this little snap-off, I, I think know. it depends on your uh, your style. Yes, it depends. Your uh, technique. Th- and I was alluding to the fact that, like, certainly you're going to get your person that's going to be like, well, I was just taking a photo for 10 minutes. That's <laughs> going to happen. I know it's going to happen. They've yeah. People have been fighting. I think, ultimately, most people aren't I th- uh, You know jerks. what? I think it's crazy that there aren't more awful florida stories there have been these obviously there was just a one that got around a lot of a guy saying "Uh, hey i paid fifteen thousand dollars here you can't file a trespassing charge against me (laughs) that one was kind of wild um so you know there's the spikes uh, and you know that the media is going to pick up on them because they are all crazy and that they're fun but like i like that there's not one of these Every three days, well, you know. I, yeah, I, I have. As far as uh, catching its storylines, is that a child or a dog? That's yeah, it's kids. It's uh, kids that, that's going to well, be. That's it's nice. an occupational. Hey, Paperton, it's like we're at the park. Yeah, yeah, I'm good <laughs> with it. Um, so yeah, no, I, I I haven't heard it. I would be interested to talk to a, a cast member and see if there's like low key versions because that would, but the one you're describing is like that's such a a. I mean, it's not funny or fun, but it is a crazy blow up of like a a scene. Somebody's making a huge scene about it. Yeah. I wonder if there are low key ones. I don't. I don't know. I'd be interested to talk to somebody who's been on the ground. I I saw a screen grab of a Facebook post where someone's like, "Hey, cast members, you gotta be nicer and smile. We all need this right now." And it's like, Jesus, what is your life? What is your life if you're posting that? Like. Hey, come on, give that extra effort. And it's like, yeah. you're, what are you, come on, lady. <laughs> what, and are you where, what are you seeing where it's not like that? Because I haven't been to fully operational Disney World. I haven't been fully, fully operational anywhere, but I've been to Knott's Berry Farm for these food tasting things. And everyone is so nice and happy. These employees are great. Yes. I think you have to be looking for things to be upset about to have that point of view. Yes, I yeah. agree. I, I I don't know how you couldn't go to these places and not just be like, you are the nicest person. Thank you for working. You are 
have put yourself at risk more than other people. God bless you or whatever, you non-dominant dom- denominational uh, thing you want to say. Because mm-hmm. like the people, as we've said before, like my, my one of my biggest complaints just in general is like I wish the company had taken better care of these people in general because they're like the people that make it's nice to see these people. Ninety nine percent of all the people that work at these places are really nice and like make yeah. your time nice. So, yeah. Uh, Yes, that that is annoying of like, you should be smiling for me more. I should be seeing you happy. And you're like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's the thing to judge, I think, in the future. Yeah, if you are being unpleasant to, I mean, for certainly theme park employees, but like wait staff or any of these kinds of, fo- like, oh, yeah. just don't, do not, this has to be dead. We can't do this anymore after the year that we've had. It shouldn't have been happening anyway. Yes. Um, got a siren now these things are gonna happen this is but it's part of the fun you gotta yeah. react and respond could that be jay leno just driving around an old-time police car hey <laughs> he's surely deputized in sun jurisdiction yeah in burbank he has to be in burbank he could probably make an arrest in burbank yeah i could shoot some in the middle of the street shoot some in the middle of uh Olive, Olive Avenue, and uh, they wouldn't arrest me. They wouldn't happen to me. They wouldn't take my show away. Jay Leno's Garage on CNBC. Oh, man, I was watching a lot of Jay's Garage the last couple of days. <laughs> Wasn't Weird Al just on? We, oh, I watched the Weird Al clip. They always do a funny bit uh, at the end. I was watching one with Bill Goldberg, the pro wrestler. Ah. Uh, and then that ends with Jay doing a bit where he's hitting on Goldberg's wife. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, Goldberg, like, makes mad, and then they kick Jay out of the car, and that's the end of the bit. That's yeah. And Jay is so... I love... I love, like, 70-year-old exhausted Jay. Yeah. There's something so funny about, like, just tired, not paying attention, really, when somebody else is talking, which I think has been a criticism of of him forever, but... He's also, he's aging in such an interesting, bizarre way. Tell me about it. He's so top-heavy, and and I, I don't mean, like, in a... In a flabby way, he's like so—he's like an action figure. He looks like a street shark or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so and but like little on the bottom. Yes, I know. So much up there, and, I, and the head's big as always. I like the mane. I like that. Like he gets to have a little more fun with his hair. Oh. You know, he used to have to be so put together on the Tonight Show. You know, I yeah. do. I I I don't know if he has it in him or if he'd want to or what would happen if he grew. But I like. Boy, a beard would be something. I'd just oh, be so yeah, curious yeah, yeah. what that head does I'm totally to into that. Have, have you seen the Jay Leno's Garage where he's with Biden a couple, from a couple years ago? I did watch it post-election. Uh, yeah. Actually, he's the president. I should probably get to this. Well, of course, it's an important piece <laughs> of history nice. now. <laughs> and then they're like, they do a, there's a bit in it. And Jay's like, oh, there's a guy driving up behind us. Who could this be or whatever? And then they like pull over in a parking lot. And uh, Colin Powell pulls up in a car with sunglasses, and I was like, what? Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Anyway, check out Jay's Garage on CNBC and YouTube clips. Uh, yeah, and uh, and if you're hungry for more comedy, Gutfeld. And Gutfeld, yeah. Gutfeld's always there for doing. you, too. Um, is this the point in time where we should turn to some listener questions? Make this a podcast the ride post office. Uh, yeah, uh, unless you want a, a segment. Do we want a, you a, want a palate cleanser, questions? potentially? Um, sure. Does someone want to... Do you have some? I have something. Well, let's do your, let's do your thing. Okay, do your great. Thing, yeah. Well, yeah. So, um, segments. Uh, is, We're segments, everybody. Yeah, we, 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 we have the time. We've got some segments to celebrate. And, um, Remember those? Uh, so this is what I wrote down very early on in the show, and we never had a spot for. And at the oh. time, I called it the stitch like this. 
And uh, so if you if you weren't in the parks in the, the later aughts in the 2010s, um, there was a period of time where Stitch was on a lot of theme park merchandise wearing theme park, you know, accoutrements, uh, mouse ears, T-shirts, churros, turkey legs. And that's all fine. But Disney's very, you know, strict about like what they let uh, be on theme park merchandise. And I wanted to see what the real Stitch heads were about. Huh. So I went to Tee Public, <laughs> and I'm going to toss some some stuff out, some collabs, if you will, and you can tell, uh, you guys can guess whether I was able to find, like say, like Stitch and Halloween. Okay. Okay. Was um, I able to find a T-shirt of Stitch? Wait, oh, so that that is one. That is you're saying like you're gonna throw us the combo yeah. and we're gonna decide we're gonna say did did they do it or not. Well yes. that's pretty broad. There's gotta be some stitch in Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Here's a really cute like stitch in a jack-o'-lantern. <laughs> Wonderful. That's um, nice, yeah. Okay, so how about uh Is there something do you is there like a way to do you, is do you say like stitch with a ding or how do we deter if if there is a stitch or not a stitch? Um Right, hmm. if, if Stitch question. wins the round, does oh wait, then it's you, then you have to say Ohana means family. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Stitch, yeah, that's good. <laughs> okay, so the the we'll say Ohana means family. Okay. So that was okay. just for the sample round. Okay, let's go on to the first one: Stitch and coffee. That's yeah. For oh yeah yeah hundred percent. Of yeah. course, uh, I don't care offices. what day it is. It's early. I'm grumpy. I want coffee. Stitch. Uh, one's coffee, so Ohana means family. Ohana means family. Ohana means family. Stitch and a Big Mac. Hmm, is that is the, maybe there's a legal trouble there? I want to say conceptually somebody has done that, but maybe it's it's out on a technicality. Uh, yeah, no sign of Stitch and a Big Mac. Hmm. Um, Wait. So okay. So if you don't. Do you just do you just say no or or? Uh, okay, that yeah. No. <laughs> Great. <laughs> uh, stitch and adulting. Yeah. Adulting. That seems. Of that course. seems right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a good search. Uh, well, uh, I did find it, but Stitch gave adulting one star. Overrated. Overpriced. Would not recommend. So, <laughs> oh, honor means family, but adulting. No, thank you. Stitch understands the concept of adulting. Stitch understands the concept of adulting. Wow. Uh, I mean, Stitch and Superman. Huh. Huh, that's a good question. Now, does Stitch playing Superman count? Some sort of superhero Stitch with an S on his chest. I, I think that would count, yeah. There's got to be that, right? Yes? Yeah, I, guess I found Batman. I found Deadpool. I did not find Stitch and Superman. So <laughs> Deadpool? Do you remember what Deadpool was? Was it just him with it's the mask? It's him in the costume. It's him in, in the big red costume. Man, uh, hell yeah. And this Put, has wear that on a first date, and your <laughs> date will know all, everything you're about. And this has to be on T-Public? On T-Public. Okay, because there are plenty of Stitch dressed as Superman pictures. Oh. Okay. You're looking for mer You're looking for a la Disney. There's a way for someone to I profit from this. Yeah. Right. Um, hmm. How about Stitch... And the Son of God, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> they seem like they, they could be opposites, potentially. Um, but I, it's, somebody must have combined them. I'll, yeah, I'll say Ohana means family. Yeah, Ohana means family. Uh, I fell in love with the man who died for me. 
<laughs> that is what? Stitch and the Cross. Whoa. Stitch and the Cross. I, wow. I, can't, uh, I can't see what's on the shirt. What is Stitch? What is Stitch's emotional state in this? Um, Stitch is gingerly holding the cross. <laughs> <laughs> like, just kind of gently... It's not, he's not, and it's not a big, it's not the cross he died on, or is it Jesus? Well, it's a very stuff? big cross. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, it is a man-sized cross. Wow. <laughs> oh, Hunter means fat thing. Uh, Stitch and Dreamcatchers. Mm, oh, interesting. Good search. That is um, interesting. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm just going to say no. I'll say no to, to switch it up. And uh, unfortunately, Stitch, this is a Whoa, Stitch, a Stitch dream, dream catcher. catcher. It just is a dream catcher. It's a dream catcher on Avi's family. <laughs> oh, it's so, oh, wait, it's uh, with, with ears. With That's ears how it, all and it's blue. Ears. Wow, wow. Wow, interesting. Just, Wild. A, just a couple more. Uh, Stitch and antidepressants. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk to me until I've had my antidepressants. Um, I'll say yes. Hmm. I think uh, uh, I'm going to say yes. And you would be correct. Here's Stitch coming out of a big bottle labeled antidepressants. If I had wow. made that up whole cloth, that would have been weird. But reality is much weirder. Coming out of one? What if he got in there and ate them all? Yeah, that's He's bad for him. Those. That's bad for Stitch. <laughs> Stitch. Oh, I mean, family. <laughs> uh, Get me to a hospital. <laughs> Stitch and the Blue Lives Matter movement. Oh, oh that's got to be yes. I hate saying yes, yes, but of course. Uh, not just one, uh, but two different <laughs> sellers. I'm surprised. Selling Wait, he's blue, Stitch right? Stitch back the blue. Oh, yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh, boy. Don't and bring him into this. He doesn't take sides. He's, he's anti one thing, and that's adulting. Uh, <laughs> and so to wrap it up, I'll change it up a little bit. Uh, I want you to fill in the blank uh, of what ailment would go here. I have blank. I don't have the energy to pretend I like you today. I have blank. I don't have the energy to pretend to like you today. Oh, uh, ooh. Stitches ray gun? I have blank, <laughs> like, um, you know, like Monday-itis. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, you're both wrong. I would have accepted epilepsy, fibromyalgia, or diabetes. What? <laughs> I have diabetes. I don't have the energy to pretend I like you today. Okay, so it would be specific to whatever you have with Stitch. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Same seller. It might be a robot making these, but they are all different. <laughs> and, of course... Stitch says, never give up for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Well, that's, well, that's, that's which is nice. Kind of, Bizarre, which is nice. nice. I, I thought something nice to, to yeah, end Okay. It. So that's been uh, Cross Stitch. I'm calling oh, that Cross Stitch. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wow. I'm really stuck on, you, you have a, a mood shirt about your epilepsy? And <laughs> Jen, no matter if Stitch or not, it's bizarre. It's a yeah. little strange. Wow. But, wow. Well, Holiday means family. Ugh, beautiful. Okay. Well, you want to crack into some uh, some listener questions? Yes, yes, sure. yes. Do we need a break or anything? Uh, I'm good, but you know, if you guys want one. I'm probably fine. You cut the mention of the break. Sure. Just checking. Um, yeah, all right. Well, then uh, let's turn to the socials, to our wonderful listeners. Thank you for helping, out, helping us out with EP200. Um, and I have not looked at these at all, so I have not, uh, they aren't, uh, 
organized whatsoever. The first one I'm seeing, I, if it wasn't the first one I was seeing, I probably wouldn't read it because I don't like what it pretends. Mm. Uh, Ryan Ritter, the real Ritter, asks, as it appears California is on the verge of opening back up, Harbor Boulevard hoedown <laughs> back on. And just to reacquaint you, we've done these, uh, you know, we got to 200 much faster than a lot of podcasts via our daily series, The City Walk Saga and the Denton Disney Ordeal. There's been discussion of um, doing everything that's on Harbor Boulevard next to Disneyland, which seems like, yeah, it's theme park adjacent, but almost none of it is Disney affiliated. Oh, it's like a bunch of random restaurants and hotels. Right, yes. So I don't, I don't want to lead with my answer, but how do you guys feel? Uh, I think I would want to, you know, like Mike was saying, like allow a little more time before we're, you know, back in. I'll run in a store like once or twice a week if I can get in and out in five minutes. But I, I think I really want to get in the mix at Captain Kid's Buffet, you know. I really want to hunger down. Yeah, that's the thing with the Harbor Hoedown, which is uh, will happen, is happening for sure, hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, will and I'm not saying this year. I'm not even. I'm just saying eventually it will have to happen. Um, but I, it needs to happen the right way. We need to be able to maskless go into Captain Kids, scoop from the same troughs of macaroni and cheese and day half day old chicken wings with tongs and. And like, we need to be able to get the full experience because I don't want to half-ass the Harbor Hoedown, which is happening eventually, 100%. <laughs> well, I like this sure. maskless delay. That'll push it so a So that'll do something yeah. for it. That might yeah. be, though, here's where I'm at. Like, there's parts of me that have, you know, now thrill rides, I don't know, maybe I've lost the tolerance in general. Daily series sound better to me now after oh, being holed up for a long time and you know not just disease but baby have been you know in the same place for us so getting out and mixing it up does sound interesting so i'm almost like this maybe this has to happen sooner than later or you lose me interesting maybe i don't care anymore once i've gotten to do something actually fun that's i, I hear what you're saying uh so we'll we'll we're, look, we're monitoring the numbers we're monitoring what's happened happening and uh Sooner rather than later, we could be enjoying uh, like a big, thick glass of milk in Captain Kid's buffet from one of those milk machines you can get at a buffet. Uh, and we're all going to sample the milk and see how it is. And we'll do an episode about just the milk. At do we Captain have to Kids. like stay at the hotels? What are the rules of this? That's a very good question. No. It's mostly uh, hotels. It's a lot of hotels. Some of them themed. Um, I have stayed at one of the hotels on Harbor. Great. So I do Set. have some information about that. I've eaten a, a personal pan pizza at the Pizza Hut Express in one of these hotels. So I can, I can give my thoughts on that. So that's 30 minutes right there. Easy. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Maybe we have Jason spend a night in one of them. Like we'll see. Sure. This might be a good chance to uh, reach out to some travel writers who have cataloged that sort of thing. And that's give possible us too. Expert view. <laughs> Um, so yeah, passing so. the buck, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys seen anything that's striking you? Yeah, this actually came in. I think it was yesterday or a couple of days ago, and I kept meaning to write back, but I thought it'd be better to tell on the air. Chris Daly, the CJVD on Twitter, asked, "When can we expect the Good Boys podcast to ride to cover the Easter Disney Parade?" Now, very early on in quarantine. We had plans to do a commentary on the Easter, uh, one of the old Easter parades. And we had so many technical failures 
We called oh, the it. Twitches. The Twitches <laughs> we were such it a up. mess. Yeah. 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 You, you'll notice that, that we didn't get to our 200th Twitch stream. That is not a number. I think we I think we bailed after three. <laughs> I yeah. I, the daily life became so Zoom based. The the video conferencing, which I'm already not super. I don't find supernatural to begin with. I've adjusted to it certainly as mm. as needed. But um, yeah, I I we we kind of put that on the back burner. But this specifically, we all ripped. From YouTube, one of the Easter parades, and we we're gonna try to do a live commentary and then archive the audio somewhere, and it just just didn't. It was hard. It was so hard. It was hard. <laughs> so, but maybe in the future, because I always like the Easter. We'll do. Day yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that things are less insane, we'll find a new um, way. I want to just I want to just mention that there, as usual, everyone has uh, different opinions. Uh, some people thrilled to be called Cliffords. Some people less than thrilled to be called Cliffords. <laughs> And I just want to say, you know, unfortunately, I think everyone is Clifford's. That's just the way it goes. Um, but I hear what you're saying. Imagine being a, a woman and being labeled a Clifford. Well, That's one that I think can't, that doesn't square. I don't know. I think, I mean, some. I see some people here, no shoes, uh, 039. Uh, and I don't know uh, this person's gender, but uh, they. There's. I'm just saying there's a lot of people. So there must be some women that are happy being Clifford's. Um, here's uh, at frog wife says I absolutely identify more with being a Clifford than a good girl, so I welcome the shift. There's a all right. So that's well, pro Clifford. I shouldn't go making a judgment before we get some feedback. Um, so we have feedback both mm, pro, pro and con uh, about the Clifford situation. Uh, let me find a different non Clifford related one that I. I think I'm. I think this notion is really pushing me over the edge to to me identifying as an Uncle Martin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well we can work on yeah two uh, one Uncle Martin and two Cliffords. I can't. You like normal things. You like this weird dinosaur <laughs> that's peeing. It's not normal. You were. I mean, it's not when, cute. <laughs> You were when we were talking when we had you know one of our most famous arguments the Tokyo Disney Day argument. <laughs> I think you were certainly being Uncle Martin back then. I guess so, yeah. But I did. I was there for four days. I did. I know. Come around. I think you could still do it faster, but uh, it's always so. possible to do it faster. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think. Look, we all we're all Uncle Martin once in a while. That's what I want to say. <laughs> Um, oh wait, am I up to, to find one? I don't really have. If anybody has oh, one, oh, I can I can uh, go mm -hmm. um, here. Uh, uh, Kevin Lester is asking, and this is this is a question. I mean, we talk about a lot. He, he says, I would also love to hear each of your pitches for how to fix Tomorrowland if you were given the job. And this is obviously a big one, and we could we could do a whole episode. I'm sure is something a whole like this. About it. Um, but really, for I mean, they just here's here's the basics. What I what I think I need, I need movement of some kind mm -hmm. i i can't just sit and look at an empty track i i need something it doesn't even necessarily need to be a ride i just need some movement going on i i need something to even be done like i'm not even asking for very much at this point what i love a giant crazy e-ticket going in to the place where they have uh you know star wars launch bay of course that being said just like put in a weird robot show in the center and some seats yeah. And like just something like, oh, this is co cool, and it's a fun, weird, like oddity, out of the way thing with like an it could be original character, it could be a Star Wars character. It doesn't matter. Literally, you just need to take some of those sections right now that are dead, 
Yeah. And just give us a little treat. And we know what we like as far as treats are concerned. Like something. Something. And I do like meeting uh, uh, the character, like Kylo Ren or Chewbacca in that section. But like, that's what it needs right now. Of course, long term, it needs some crazy overhaul. Makes play, uh, Space Mountain obviously is still pretty great, and that doesn't need a ton. But put in something. It could be the Tron coaster. It could be like put some other cool thing that goes all the way around Tomorrowland. I would love it to be a few like an original IP, but it's not going to be. What and if you do? What if you demolish? Um, I like the idea of Carousel Theater coming back, but what if instead? What if maybe that mechanism is is a roadblock, like it having to turn? And uh, I don't like that Captain EO slash the audience theater has been movie previews for a long time. Yeah. I think that's yeah. garbage. That's a waste of space. So what if you do more of a stationary country bear kind of thing? Again, anything with robots will make us happy. Don't care premise. Doesn't truly matter, anything yeah. you want. Uh, and in, 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 in that, I'd be more okay with blowing up um, the carousel and having that be the base of Tron, if that space made any sense. I'm not sure if it does. Sure. Uh, th- this is also, by the way, how, how beaten down we are about Tomorrowland. Is I think we're trying to be realistic here. <laughs> it's not even blue sky. Right. It's not and blue something. sky. <laughs> we're just something. like, uh, give us something. Jason, any thoughts? Well, I always was very fond of, I think I have the one of the uh, posters they used to sell of it, of the, the you know retro future, Tomorrowland 94 future that never was. I think a lot of that still looks pretty good. It seems like they've done like a half, removed like half of it and kind of like added in a lot more blue. Um, I feel like you can still crib a lot of that, maybe update it a little to more modern uh, design standards, modern tastes. Um, I think some sort of people mover return would be great. Yeah. Some sort of, yeah. I didn't even say it. But of course, yeah, uh, uh, some sort of retro futurism. I think it's hard because anyone like who would be there's a lot of very interesting writers and futurists out there that you can read in any sorts of publications. But so many public figures, you know, that are like, oh, they're looking towards the future. Like Elon Musk are so toxic. Like, I don't think Disney would get in business with them if they're smart. They won't get in business with them. Um, But I think, you know, if they'll need corporate sponsorships. And I think the best rides that, you know, a lot of rides, most rides have had some sort of corporate sponsorship at some point in time. I think companies just need to take a back seat to their narrative, like their narrative, the story, whatever, you know, Mitsubishi or uh, Ford or whatever sponsor is telling needs to take a back seat to just pure entertainment yeah, kind of like, yeah. So I, I, I don't think some like message-driven, like like ad motto-driven ride is gonna play in twenty twenty-five yeah. or whatever. I mean, I, I thought it was kind of cute when I was a kid when you left Space Mountain in Florida and there was the little FedEx bots on Mars. Sure. Like I didn't mind that. That was that was enough. That was little, fine. Not every sponsorship is so eye rolly for sure. Yeah. Some yeah. are fine. Yeah. I mean, it, it it was very funny to learn about like as we were doing some Epcot pavilions that like oh the parent company of this ride was in a like a cold war with the parent company of this ride. <laughs> right, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, the la- the last thing I'll say though is if you're gonna finally do something like what you're talking about, let 
all the rides intersect with the other rides. Yeah, we want that back. That's no. what I want back. It doesn't even matter what the ride, as long as it's moving and you can go through another ride and see into the other ride you're going into. So cool. So cool. Really cool. Yeah. Um, so, but who knows? Maybe it'll never happen because of Disney Forward. Um, Disneyland Forward. Here's a, a speculative thing that I like, and this also opens up a whole episode can of worms, as it should. Uh, this is from Kryley Tucker. Um, uh, would Disney's America have been a cool Epcot lame or like a bad DCA 1.0 type <laughs> lame? Um, Disney's America, to fill you in, what they were going to build in Virginia that was a historical theme park. Um, in, in a broad strokes media term, it was always presented like it's going to be built on a real Civil War battleground. I don't know that that's actually true, but near enough to like real historical sites that people were upset they got chased out of town it was like a bad time pr wise eisner was on the decline we'll get into all we really got to do that that's a big point i I just haven't thought about it in a while but that specific question from what we know about it because one thing i do and i like this question because i think it would be there and it'd be weird i think it'd be i think in 2021 yeah Disney's America would be so strange and either they would have had to change it entirely or like there's no way just a 96 like historical park no is just what it is still many years later there's um Disney's America would have gone through so many different like changes to the robot show to include like a little more nuance when it came to American history that would be my guess (laughs) <laughs> I yeah, would have had to do some. I mean, the explainer, the Vox level explainers, or the takes on Disney's America would have in twenty twenty one, just would have been awful. Like yeah, uh, I I would guess that whatever the version of history they would want to present in nineteen ninety six would not have aged so well by now. I don't oh, think yeah, a lot geez. of it aged well in nineteen ninety six. Of course, um, no. No, the whole it's good that they didn't do this. But yeah, I like all right in ninety six. Is it, do we walk around and like, this is sort of charming in a knots way, or was it, would it have been bad then? That's, that's the question. Is it going, at 90, 96, I'm trying to think what opens in around 96 to see like what kind of level of theming. Because I don't know that it would have been as bad as California Adventure 1.0. Again, as far as theming is concerned, not as far as actual like, not like information or what you learn, right. <laughs> what version of the idealistic Walt loving type of like great white people history you're learning there. Yeah. yeah. But as far as like how nice are the buildings, as far as that judging, (laughs) you know, that question, it's like, I could see it. I could see it being like very nicely themed and you go, well, the houses here look really nice. And it looks like maybe very period authentic. Like (laughs) I could see that still being the case. Like, you know, Disney's America, a real mess. Don't bring your kids there unless you're going to really sit them down and explain the actual (laughs) reality of, of America. That being said, I want you to pay attention to the details in the rooms because the trim they used inside was actually the real trim. That, like there is that chance. And I think it's, I think it's likely that that might've happened. This one barbecue restaurant is very charming. (laughs) But besides that, there's a lot of bad narratives. Um, So I, that I kind of think it might've actually ended up being like very aesthetically pleasing and again, this is just from some art I've seen. Yeah, um, yeah we don't know a lot, but we'll dive. Maybe we'll, we'll maybe, dive maybe a little this deeper. And maybe this year. Do Disney's America. Honestly, I like the idea of, of us rolling up our sleeves on an episode and really fixing Tomorrowland. 
I oh, kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah. We yeah. should do that for I'm sure. I'm thinking we should do that for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah big time. Yeah. Well, and analyze what happened. How did it get so bad? Where did, yes, well, how right, did we right. get to this point? And how do we get out of it? Right. Uh, I've got one here from Corn Dare. In this hypothetical future, they've just announced a new season of Ryan Murphy's Feud, and it's Eisner versus Katzenberg. Who plays who? <laughs> Oh now, man! What I dream just project. I wow. just finished the audiobook of Disney War, and oh that, yeah, you've been telling us good stuff uh, from that. That book is a trip. Yeah. I mean, an adaptation of that would be something. Right. I think the only person who, <laughs> the craziest things coming out of it, uh, one, um, the Frank Wells is, is, comes out as a saint. Like he, uh. he, there's not really any fra- bad Frank Wells stuff. The most sympathetic character, seemingly in that store in the book, is oddly enough CAA founder Michael Ovitz. Really interesting. Kind of gets tied in to like taking over for Wells and gets thrown into the deep end with no guidance and no help. And it's not really and his. He's an agent. He's it's an like agent. Not unapplicable, but it's not this, yeah. the, the same job he's put into. Yeah. Yeah. So. And he like he really imploded in a big way. Like he was a the the king of Hollywood, and then sort of faded. Yeah. He seemingly was brought into Disney because he was Eisner's best friend, and then he was given no support, and that was very interesting. Um, there, there's a lot of interesting <laughs> stuff in the book. The audiobooks. Uh, pretty good. There's one or two moments where I don't know that I would have attempted to do uh, a certain... I wouldn't have done that. what the narrator did. I don't know if I would have done that voice inflection <laughs> of the head of Sony. Uh, I don't oh, know that. Boy. I would have just might have okay, well. said that a little flat. But uh, those are pretty quick. Are those only happened once or twice and 2004 was a different time, I guess. I, but overall, it's a very interesting book. Huh. Um, huh. So... so who Eisner versus yeah, Katzenberg. Yeah, I'm looking at pictures of them just to, I got to cheat. Well, my, for, off the top of my head, for Eisner, like a Jason Momoa or, um, <laughs> <laughs> trying to think of a different, like, uh, Brad Pitt's a little too old, but it's in the zone. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know, a Rudd or a, uh, you know, who's like really yeah. handsome and charismatic and. Like Chris Evans, maybe? Sure. Yeah, yeah. I think any Avenger would pretty much be. Yeah, uh, Hemsworth, Evans. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, by the way, we're going to cut this part and we're going to send this to, uh, his company. This is just a random sample of the kind of thing <laughs> they talk about on the show. We didn't even shit. We just like snipped a random part. Right. Uh, so, you know, see if you like it. And I, uh, we're all very excited for the tops IPO for the, the oh yeah. Tops <laughs> IPO. Really talk about the tops IPO. We really <laughs> want to get the word out. Yeah. Uh, I have been watching more baseball in 2020 and 20. 21 than I have in my life. I found it very soothing during the pandemic. Mm. Um, who you know, who you know, plays who? We got You know it. who would have been good uh, when he was younger is like vacation era Chevy Chase. Oh, I could yeah. see that. There's yeah, like yeah, an sure. energy that I get from like seeing young younger Eisner in like meetings and like how I hear people describe him. Like he's very like kind of excitable, maybe a little erratic kind of. Mm-hmm. Like he's got a lot of energy, but and like he's giving a lot of ideas, and some of them are terrible, some of them are great. I could I feel like Chevy Chase in that era kind of I could I could see it. Yeah, that's really good. I think that the, the hair is a similar vibe, yeah. a similar level of the way his hair receded. Yeah, in the right era. Definitely could have right. been. Not now. I like that. <laughs> um, Katzenberg, uh, you gotta. I think you gotta go Giamatti. Paul Giamatti. I, yeah, Ooh. I was thinking that. Sure. I, I mean, he plays so many of the great, like, real yeah. worlds. 
nuts, you know, not that he, well, whatever. I, you know, <laughs> interesting figures from, yeah. he's, he's Eugene Landy. He's the guy, the manager in the NWA story. I feel like there's a, mm -hmm. there's a bunch. Yeah, uh, he, I mean, yeah, boy, that'd be a historic performance. I mean, and when, be... we, when he was alive, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, I mean, he's just <laughs> a great... Good, like, the greatest actors. Yeah, the I greatest just, actors of all time. He's just the interesting character. Daniel Day-Lewis could do it, too. I, Katzenberg <laughs> in the book is a very interesting... He keeps scheduling, like, 6 a.m. meetings as a power play. He's just constantly pounding Diet Coke. He ends up, there's like a massive lawsuit for him to get a proper bonus, which was very in plain English in the contract, and they fought him all the way. Huh. Um, uh, how about I, I throw out an idea, like an Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. What's the guy's name? Parnassus? Yeah. So, uh, we, three of us, play Eisner, and we just take turns <laughs> in different scenes. Yeah. Or in a don't, uh, the Bob Dylan movie where he's played by like 10 different people. Yeah, yeah. And, um, a, ch and a child. To, to show his mm -hmm. his childlike wonder. Right. That's good, too. So mm -hmm. I could see that being, being When good. my son's old enough. <laughs> I've, I've, I've figured out something very special for you to do. Um. <laughs> so yeah, my, my, my biggest love will play my second biggest love. <laughs> I'm sorry. I misspoke. Flip those. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make sure you get that clear. I think also uh, if Disney itself could make an Eisner movie... And just like make it obviously the 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 perfect history version like they did with P.L. Travers with that movie, then you can start putting whoever plays Eisner into like the Avengers, <laughs> and, and the Star Wars or whatever, and like and Grogu gets saved by Michael Eisner at the end of, of one of the. Well, you know, you want to talk retconning. Big fan of the Late Shift. I uh, really love the Late Shift. Is any interest in an episode about the Late Shift? If, is that too off topic? It might be. Let us know. <laughs> but if you're if you're up for it, you know we would talk about the Late Shift, the HBO movie for for a long I time. Still, um, Michael Ovitz. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah I still think too. about the scripted podcast or just like doing a TV show of it, like once a week. <laughs> yeah, God. Oh, a sequel. Oh, what a what a dream. You gotta talk um, to Betty Thomas about this. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yes. I, I, she did a great job. She's back on board. <laughs> Wouldn't um, it be funny if the first p podcast to ride outside of podcast was we were working on a late shift show? <laughs> we sold. We're finally expanding the late shift. I mean, a lot of old IP is coming back. Yeah, it's not a reality show where we go on roller coasters. It's where we want to like see more of Jay Leno in a closet. <laughs> Which, honestly, now they say it, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I was going to say, uh, a character in the big, big character in that movie, Michael Ovitz, has played by Treat Williams. Oh yeah. So Treat Williams comes back, and now it's now it's all connected. Now we're building a Marvel universe. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Treat Williams. Um, the, it would be. I was thinking a potential Katzenberg is Bob Balaban, but if we were going to build this greater universe, Bob Balaban is already Warren Littlefield, a famous, oh, of course, yeah, right, right. shift movie. So unless, but now a double duty Balaban can only be good for a film, but. Right. Um, you know, that's, I don't want to, you know, push him into that. He's an esteemed Wallace actor. Wallace Shawn is Wallace Shawn. Oh, is Wallace Shawn Roy E. Roy E. Disney, a big character in that era. Oh, oh good. Interesting. interesting. Yeah, yeah. But can't you also see him getting riled up in the right way to be Katzenberg? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You could yeah. Irishman some of these people and de-age them. <laughs> uh, Why don't we just, I mean, them, you know, we want the greatest at. We want De Niro and Pet. De Niro and Pesci would be great. 
Oh, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> that's a very good point. Uh, well, who will pay young Gutfeld, though? <laughs> um, okay, well, I have one here. Uh, this is a fun one. This is uh, Ellie Warren at Ellie Wrote That. Now, this is addressed to Mike and Jason, but I'm going to throw it to Scott, of course, too. Mike okay. and Jason, now that we're allowed to drink in Disneyland, I must know what famous person or duo would you task with creating a Disneyland-exclusive celebrity tequila? And would the story of its creation be better than the briefcase story? Well, first of all, no. It could never, whatever creation, there's never going to be a better tequila creation story than the Casamigos story. That's yeah. the best story we've ever heard. I mean, the only thing that comes close is the saga of the Hemisphere Dancer. And, you know. <laughs> Two stories that we like. What's the that story? again? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, uh, we were, we, Jason and I discussed it on a podcast, uh, and I tried to tell it, and I was cut off. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, a host had some balls. <laughs> He didn't know. He was uh, Brett Davis. He didn't know what he was doing, but he accidentally <laughs> cut me off in the middle of a hemisphere dancer explanation. Bless uh, you, Brett. I don't, I don't blame you him. You have no idea how much you helped. Um, so, um, wait, okay. But so we're, I mean, is that, is, is there a, a, an attempt to pimp the answer into being Clooney and Gerber well, in that answer? Or are we thinking of no, a new? No, no. I don't uh-huh. think so. I think it's Or just, you guys. Well, obviously, that would be the dream is if we did it. But I think, I think, I think first, I think as long as the ground rules are laid down, that no, the origin story won't be better. But it could be a different uh, duo of people. Who would it be? Who would make sense in 2021 in the Disney family? That would make sense that they have a partnership with Disney. Oh, because they have the wines from Kurt Russell and exactly, Chris yes. Parker and what have you. Right. Um, hmm. Yeah. I, how's how's Robert Downey not? in the liquor game. That's well, of all the, the mega people. He's sober, so... Oh, right, right. Oh, yeah. So he that's, can't that's do that. That would him. be a bad thing. I mean, obviously, he doesn't have to have any involvement with it whatsoever, but probably in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't would be a no-go. Um, as far as, like, you know, Big, the ro- they're getting the rock in the family, but the, he already has his own thing going on, so I don't think he wants to be tied to Disney completely. He's He has his own brand. Um, I'm trying to think of... Who else? Because like your your stars of yesteryear, your Suzanne Plachette, and your Kurt Russells, Bob Newhart, Bob Newhart, you know, Bob Newhart's ninety year old Bob Newhart could be involved. Uh, I, the easy answer might be a Tom Hanks Tim Allen duo teaming up with a celebrity tequila, Woody and Buzz's tequila. And it's some, like, it's a translation from another language, and the translation is friend in me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's friend? Oh, yeah, that would be great. But if you want the top shelf, like the Pappy Van Winkle, like top shelf tequila to go along with that, you get Chris Evans, because this is the, it's not the toy tequila, it's the tequila that the... (laughs) It's the raw from the barrel tequila from the pure agave it's that the, the tequila agave. is based on. <laughs> um, uh, amigo and me would be the well, that's yeah friend in me. We could have known. We could have guessed that one. I guess that really. wasn't yeah. that difficult, but <laughs> maybe you got to do it like a deeper. It's like you know, it's we just we go into some you know Estonian type language to, to disguise it more. Right. But then, huh? I I, I do like the. Do you like the sound of that? The two of them, I mean, now that truck goes by. Oh, and, and the, what is it? Is it them, like, it's not them in the costumes, and it's not Woody and Buzz, because they don't want to associate the characters with alcohol, but is it, like, little nods in that, is it, like, that one's, 
in a cow that that Tom's in a cool cowboy hat, and Tim is in. What? What's I got the... it. I got it. It's just two hands, uh, like toasting glasses, and the one stir stick is like a cowboy hat on the end, and the other is a spaceman helmet on the end. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Um, Light years ahead of any mm-hmm. other yeah. tequila on the market. Light years ahead. That's pretty good. That's a little more. I was going to say the big duo right now is Falcon and Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. Oh, sure. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They could do it too. I was going to pitch with Tim and Tim and uh, Tom. That the 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 uh, truck is actually three motorcycles with the two of them, and then Randy Newman also next to them on a motorcycle. Seventy-eight <laughs> year old Randy Newman. You, you gotta have a Randy if you're gonna do a premium tequila. Yeah, so better have can, Randy on board. I think Randy should be driving a motorcycle, and then they should each be in a sidecar. Oh, it that's be a good motorcycle too. with two sidecars attached. <laughs> Somebody could draw that for us, please. <laughs> Another uh, potential tagline: You are a tequila. Oh, <laughs> sure. That's true. <laughs> Randy, re-record it. <laughs> um, well, uh, that's all. That that's all great. That should that should be made. Um, thank you, listeners, for your for your questions and for uh, listening to this experimental in the elements episode. Um, we got a couple more things, right, Mike? You got something to receive? I could. We could also do. Do we yeah. also do the other one, uh, uh, animatronic? Oh, sure. Um, Mine is a mine is a something that I realized as I was pulling up. I go, you know, I should have told him so we could work this out because the bit will be better. But let's do it anyway. Okay, okay. Um, I want to I want to debut a new segment called PTR four hundred. Okay, <laughs> okay. This is, this is two hundred episodes right now, and you're right. talking about four hundred. And what and, is? And the idea I had, and again, this is why I'm starting to doubt it, was that we format this much like the Conan O'Brien segment in the year two thousand. <laughs> Well, yes, those are yes, yep. those were written uh, an inch of their those life. Are like yes. good jokes, and I went, you know what? Mm. I first said we should really have planned this, but you know, we'll see what happens. And if we have to edit it out, we have to edit it out. Um, okay, so we're imagining what is the four hundredth. Um, so we'll, basically, all I'm thinking is this: we'll go around and we'll do a few, just a couple, and each one of us will say something that could be. Happened on the show by Podcast Ride 400, maybe in each of our lives. Mm-hmm. It could be anything, really. But when we get to Podcast Ride 400, what will have happened? Yeah. Um, by Podcast the Ride 400, uh, 100 and four of those will have been the Harbor Hoedown. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be there approximately uh, this time next year. And then we'll say Podcast the Ride 400. 400. <laughs> Jason, do you want to go? Sure. Uh, by podcast, the ride four hundred. I will have completed my trip to Japan to tour the theme parks Whoa. there. Oh, Whoa. then we get yeah, the real is, one. This is exciting because you can do real ones. So this segment Ooh. is good. And I will also finally be being released from the Japanese prison. I had been confined in. <laughs> podcast, the ride four hundred. Uh, we will have had. Randy Gerber on the show. <laughs> Podcast, <laughs> Podcast the Ride 400. We're talking real ones. Mm, this is a high bar. Maybe we should set it. Dollywood. Oh, yeah. Podcast, Podcast the, ride the Ride 400. <laughs> I don't like this part of it, but let's keep going. Uh, Greg Gutfeld <laughs> will have really given Disney the business for... Introducing oat milk 
had their coffee outlets in the parks. <laughs> Podcast <laughs> ride 400. <laughs> Liberal uh, commie <laughs> bunk. I, I will sit through at least two more Disney timeshare presentations. <laughs> four or maybe not four free fast passes. Podcast the ride four hundred, but that's happening. That's regardless of sh- if we stopped doing the show after oh, that's a good this point. episode, you would still. Yes, that is a good point. Um, okay. Uh, well, I think um, y- let's see. We've got the second gate um, by podcast the ride four hundred. We're up to uh, the twelfth gate, which is. <laughs> Ten as long as we can avoid that ninth gate. Um, <laughs> we're up to, uh, uh, and that is, uh, that's $10,000 a month. But I don't, but what's the, pre- what do you get for 10,000? What's, what's the desired for $10,000 a month? Jason will kiss you on the mouth. We, <laughs> <laughs> we book you a room at the Grand Californian that is only uh, $5,000 a month. So we, <laughs> our, you live in the Grand Californian? No, just I, I, it's just mm. however long and it gets you. But, get it's, but it's booked by... Mike will book Mike you will a book place it. to live in the Grand Californian. Unfortunately, he takes a 100% commission, <laughs> it appears. That's true. It's by podcast, The Ride, 400. 400. 400. Yes. Um, where were we? Who said the last thing? Oh, you said I, the last I just thing. said one, but we could end it whenever. Yeah, Any other dreams it. of, uh, of podcast? Uh, uh, I, you know, I will podcast. I will say podcast or I will do something maybe that's not a podcast. I don't even know where I'm going with that, but I feel like that would be good. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. It could be hmm. the late shift. It could be something else. You're so, okay. Oh, that count? Like our, our first narrative project? Maybe. Mm. Yeah. 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 Or it's just a, yeah, we just record some more video in the parks and that's it. <laughs> so YouTubing. Yeah. Great. TikToking. Don't sure. have the TikTok presence yet. Um, no pressure. Can't wait. Can't wait to do it. Um, and that, I guess, is Podcast The Ride yeah. 400. Um, except that I, you know what'll happen by then? A lot of good times. Good, fun, good in person. Yes. For God's sake, uh, I can't wait to keep doing. I th- we'll we'll keep zooming a little, unless the, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, um, I, I will do. We'll just determine when we're back. We'll see. Yeah. But yeah. I think what it also hopefully leads to is getting out there and mixing it up in the world. You know what? We we've been able to do a lot of research and stuff, and we've been able to go to drive-through experiences. But getting back and doing things, going to place places we haven't been, this is what I'm excited for. There'll be a lot of yes. that by podcast the right four hundred. Yeah, gradual steps. That's what I was saying to someone earlier. Baby steps. Don't do what I did last year and go from just sitting on a couch to suddenly in the middle of a set. Uh, because yeah, yeah, that right. was a terrible uh, move on my part. <laughs> yes, he's uh, um, he's back and decided. But yes, well, yeah. there'll be uh, they're gonna uh, let's we're gonna milk going back to all these parks. We're gonna get episodes out of these these uh, journeys back and give you trip reports and yeah, that'll happen. Um, and and in, on that note, here's one one final thing in our in our feeling nostalgic for 2017 when we uh, started doing the show and. Uh, 
when we that's right right i think yeah so. 2017 2017 about um, five or six months before it launched we started. um wow that's right yeah we were building up a little bit and uh and we had we had segments back then and we had one that uh we the intent was to do monthly until we realized we could just talk uh, into infinity about any topic for over two hours easily um something we talked about doing every month was the animatronic oh, yeah. of the month. That was going to be so recurring, and we've so let down on that. We haven't named one of those in God knows when. And with that in mind, I think you got to go broader than the month. you got to go bigger, uh, being that it's been so long. I think that we need to name an animatronic of the year. And not just that, but my other thought on this, there's a lot of animatronics that are about to be turned back on mm -hmm. wonderfully, magically, for the first time uh, in, in over a year. And, you know, we could honor the ones that have just been going in Florida, but why not give it up for the ones that have been, been stuck, just gathering dust mm -hmm. uh, since last March when all the, the crazy crap happened. Um, and so that's why I, I proposed the segment, Dormant Animatronic <laughs> of the Year. Yeah. Let's give it up for these guys who are about to get, have purpose once, once more. I yes. think we can all agree the animatronic of 2020 was malfunctioning Donald in the Mexico pavilion that was eventually <laughs> replaced with a particle board cutout and at one point in time a potted plant and at one point in time a potted plant with a sombrero thrown on it and then eventually nothing. <laughs> I mean, that's a way to go out. Some yes. animatronics just break and then you don't see them again. But yeah. Donald made a big stink on the way out. Mm -hmm. Um and, uh, and and we'll never forget it. Um, but dormant, soon to come to life ones. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does anybody feel like feel like starting? Um, I don't because I kind of think now that I'm thinking about it, I didn't follow the assignment so well. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I have one. You go ahead first, yeah. Okay, great. I would like to nominate an animatronic that I learned had a name. Oh. Uh, I didn't realize he had a name. Mm. His name is Pickwick. He is the ghost hanging off the chandelier via cane, holding a glass of wine in the Haunted Mansion yes. uh, oh, yeah, ballroom yeah. scene. Yes. Uh, who, maybe we'll get to Pickwick this year on the Haunted Mansion episode. We it's will, like we'll around see. the corner. We're going to get to well, Pickwick. Well, we'll see. There's a lot <laughs> of crazy so, characters. There are a lot of different characters. I mean, we kind of laid out what we we're going to do, but who knows what's going to happen when we actually get in there. Pickwick is like the closest <laughs> to... We're, it's like the first thing we'll see. I mean, maybe there's like some sort of secret Rolly Crump like artwork on the floor we That's didn't notice. And that That's true. That's what sort of woodworking enough. was done yeah. in that room. Maybe there was an inf insect infestation in the, in the exact hallway we're going to pass through. Um, okay, Pickwick. Pickwick is hanging off uh, the chandelier via his cane. He's having the time of his life. And I think he's a great representation of the optimism that... I, much of us are all feeling after over a year of like doom and gloom and then suddenly like, you know, uh, just stepped on the gas and everything started happening uh, out here. It, it was like, you know, night and day recently. The seasons changed and then suddenly <laughs> everyone's just like, yeah, you can get it. Just drive to Bakersfield for the vaccine. <laughs> yeah. It's just crazy. Yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, if, you know, they're talking about it, it's going to be a roaring 20s. It's going to be such an indulgent time. And Pickwick's obviously uh, indulgent. We're all, we're all going to be Pickwick's hopefully soon yeah. enough, hanging mm -hmm. off chandeliers. But we're all taking 
uh, it's much easier to take pictures of our food in 2020 as opposed to 1920. You used to have to have a big contraption and then wait days to get it back. And mm -hmm. Is that why he's on the chandelier? Is he trying to get an overhead shot of the the food on the oh, table? Oh, is he? Yes, is he an influencer? Is he <laughs> like a... the original <laughs> influencer with an old yeah. film camera? Pickwick is a TikTok comedian now. <laughs> TikTok. Pickwick. Um, all right, Pickwick is our first nominee. I'm excited to talk about Pickwick okay. whenever we get to. I am going to. I am going to still pick my pick, and I'm just. I've changed it around to exactly how oh, I'm good, formatting. Good. Don't worry, it'll be the same. Yeah. You know, we're saluting animatronics that are you know about to be turned on, but in the same way, what about saluting an animatronic that can't be turned on? Oh. And maybe you're saying that doesn't. That's not an animatronic, Michael. Maybe you've accidentally said uh, that you're going to salute a statue, and maybe that is what I'm doing. But I would like to salute Mr. Incredible, perpetually reaching for Jack Jack, saying "Num Num Cookie." Okay, he deserves credit. I consider him an animatronic because it sort of suggests movement, and maybe yeah, technically he's not a robot and he's not moving around. But we're going by so fast, you can you can sense like a oh, he's like really trying to do it. And I'd like to salute that that animatronic, I'll call him, because, you know, he he can't be turned on. That is what he's stuck like that forever. He's stuck like that for our enjoyment. And for the last year, he's had to be stuck in that. That, that looks like a very stressful position he's in. And he's had to not be entertaining people. At the very least, he could say, you know, I'm in a horrible position. I don't have a bottom half at all. But at least people are having enjoyment and they're smelling this. Eh, slightly cookie-ish smell. I don't know that it always... I've barely noticed it. ...smells yeah. really a ton like cookies. But yeah. I think he deserves uh, recognition, especially in the last year when he knows the other robots are going to be turned on, but he can't be turned on. He's stuck. That's a very good framing, and we do need to give... That's a very specific uh, plight. There's people who wish yeah. he was an animatronic, but he's not. We have to love him for what he is. Exactly. Um, so Mr. Incredible in the tunnel is uh, candidate number two. Mm -hmm. Um Candidate number three, um, you know, for all of us, this uh, this holiday season, ho the holidays in 2020 uh, were very difficult. Most of us could not see our families, uh, could not gather and sing our favorite holiday songs. So imagine if you represented the holidays and the holidays came and went without a single visitor or jolt of electricity through your withered wires. Woe is the plight of the holiday overlay animatronic oh. stuck in the crate where you already spend most of your lonely year as it is. And imagine then if you represented a second holiday too, which you also miss and is also sad for everybody. And on top of that, an increasingly loud mob of unappreciative theme park fans are mad at you and that your overlay lasts too long, straddling too many holidays. And it's not just nerds throwing shade at you, but Ryan Gosling, oh, a yeah. cool guy, the, the gangster squatter himself. <laughs> How much disrespect could there be for all of these characters? But which one am I going with? Um, I'm going with one that I think, though he's torn apart just for living his, his regular seasonal life, I believe that when this Halloween comes, he will ignore the barbs, grin as wide as ever, and sing out his mocking song, loud and proud, scary singing plant number 15 in mm. Haunted Mansion Holiday. You are my pick for dormant animatronic of the year. Oh, that's great. And, and that, that's one of those robots where you can really hear it working. 
Yes, you can hear absolutely. The when I brought this up to Erin, she said, you know what I love about those? Clack, clack, clack. Yes. Like the Tiki Birds, like the original animatronics. It's, a, I think, a fun throwback in that way. They're so loud. Um, also, real quick, just Gosling for Eisner, too. Decent choice. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think if you've been on, like, GQ or <laughs> yeah, just yeah. really any style magazine, I think you're a great Eisner. I agree. Can't well, and it. he would have met him, right? Because Gosling was in the 90s Mickey Mouse Club. He, oh, yeah. I bet Eisner probably swung by that yeah. at some point in time. Oh, yeah. He should have. I mean, he was very busy in the Gosling era. That's kind of when it was. That's when Wells died, and it all fell apart. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Um, um, tough time for Gosling and Timberlake to enter. Timberlake, another good candidate. Throw him in there. Can- yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then- throw in, like, I, you know, Christina as uh, Eisner's wife. <laughs> I, think that, I think that's oh. great and have Eisner and, and like rewrite everything so Eisner like wrote some of the songs in the movies <laughs> <laughs> he just like yeah clears like uh, yeah get out of here like shoves Mencken to the side rolls up his <laughs> sleeves perfect on the first try a whole new world look at this stuff <laughs> isn't it neat <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't you think my ass just the top of my head but I don't know collection's complete okay there is it is that's so hard yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that'll be the PL Trevor's uh, yeah. fighting, saving yeah. Mr. Banks version. Um, the, all great candidates. Yeah, yeah. I like I like all of them very much. I believe that the how we did this, I had to go back and check. I think we had the audience decide. Oh, I think we did. Okay, a, good. Unlike other things where we decide for them, we pick Clifford for them, and we pick the name Clifford for <laughs> them. In here, we're giving the audience a little bit of choice. Yeah. Uh, so we'll put that poll on the Twitter, and you can decide the dormant animatronic of the year. I think you made a great case for that plant because it's in the box. Stuck in a box. All yeah. you, and like how much they would, you would look forward to getting that crack of light and I get to come out finally. Yeah. And it didn't happen for the first time since the late 90s, since right. its, its existence didn't get to come out. Right. So yeah. anyway, you decide, you listen, you decide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, you can go do that, obviously, at, at Twitter, at Podcast The Ride. Uh, we're on all the socials at Podcast The Ride. And I'm just dovetailing it into the, uh, uh, into the plugging stuff because you survived Podcast The Ride. And you've survived, some of you have survived 200 of these main feed episodes. And, wait, I had the count. Because we're close to, I believe there are 94 Patreons. So we're mm. close to 300, which is a, b- right. a better, bigger. Wow one in a way wow. and uh and to those of you who've listened to to all of these we can't thank you enough and thanks for being being with us for so many and we hope yeah. to see you the next time not 300 that, that one, we can't see you for that that wouldn't be safe we'll see you for anniversary or for not anniversary we, we want to see everybody soon yeah yeah in uh in this uh these mailbag questions some we didn't get to some very good candidates for second gate episodes i'll say that yeah 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 yeah. Uh, um well yeah always always send those please nudge us uh whatever you want us to to do and uh and if you want to hear those uh obviously there's always three bonus episodes every month at podcast ride the second gate at uh, patreon.com slash podcast the ride um fellas thanks for hanging out in the i've been looking forward to this for a long time i'm so glad we could uh we could do it there's something to it it's fun <laughs> it's nice to do it this way oh yeah. oh yeah no there's not that as i've said before there's not that half second before you know if that thing you thought you said that was funny is funny or not because you have to wait for a delay in reaction yeah boy where you have like a little terror of like i thought that i said it was funny and then <laughs> so you get a little more immediate so it's nice it doesn't make me feel as crazy 
Yeah, yeah. And just in leaving the same room that we're in yeah. all the time. Mm -hmm. That helps. That's nice. Um, yeah, I mean, we've been wanting to do it this way for a long time. I feel like December was so bad. Couldn't do like a holiday thing. This seemed like yeah. the time. There's optimism. I hope everybody's feeling it. And so hopefully sooner rather than later, we'll be uh, having some sort of, sort of jamboree. Oh, that's right. We, we again, within doing this, I hope this has been nice to listen to and you're happy that we did something together in person, but we did uh, bail on the Country Bear promise. That, well, uh, we well, did sort of. I mean, it's half and half because we did say sort of when it's safe to be inside together, we would do Country Bears. Is that what we said? I think so. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, a jamboree is going to involve like a, you know. We, we maybe have to record in pieces, and there'll be a cavalcade of star. You know, who multiple knows? Yeah. family, multiple households would have to be involved. So yes. that's the. This is three. This is fine, and it's outside, and it's mass, and it's safe. The jamboree needs a lot more than yeah, that. So yeah, that will be. Yeah, this is the the current California regulation of number of households who can we're at the max. I think right now. That's right. So, yes. so yeah. So so when that yeah, then hopefully that's again sooner rather than later. I was discussing a little bit of it today. I'll just say that uh -huh. uh, in general. So okay, that'll be uh, that'll be coming up, and we'll see again. You have to talk when Biden says we can jamboree. We'll jamboree. <laughs> you got to listen to the <laughs> Biden when he says you can pull out. Hey the Mac, <laughs> we'll have our jamborees back. <laughs> By the way, the decent chance he says something about having a jamboree in the next few months. That's yeah. a, that's possible. Jamboree is just what he calls TikTok. <laughs> right, sure. <laughs> Kids getting on Jamboree, doing their dances, jamboree, doing yeah. the skadoos. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, this has been a blast. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, back with more, uh, hopefully less uh, planes and stuff. But uh, uh, what am I apologizing for? Yeah, I'm so happy we did okay. it. This, this is great. Thanks for listening. Uh, talk to you next time. Bye. Goodbye. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced Dog. by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, Dog. please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe Dog. to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Dog. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter Dog. and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.